Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. We got Rod Brindamore joining us in about 15 minutes. Head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes will drop on by. It's as if it doesn't really matter the situation. You got a Hall of Fame game? Work a team. You got a stadium series game? Work that team. Coming off the fun of the alumni game? Cool, have some fun. Now we're back in the building. Emotional letdown? Nah. No emotional letdown. Crushed the St. Louis Blues last night. We'll talk to Rod Brenner more about that and the upcoming trade deadline. Get his thoughts on uh, on all that in about 15 minutes. Tonight, we got some more hoops. NC State and Carolina back in action after this Sunday's matchup where the Wolfpack got the best of the Tar Heels. Both at 9 o'clock. Both with different meanings. Let's start with the team that's playing at home first. PNC Arena, NC State taking on Wake Forest. Wake Forest, desperate. They need some quality wins to, uh, to, to, to make sure that their NCAA tournament chances aren't sunk. NC State provides an opportunity for them. And the Wolfpack are just trying to Make sure they don't come off their own emotional letdown after beating North Carolina on Sunday. Yeah, Wake in a position with one in, a 1-6 and six record in quad one games where they need to pick up a few of these wins here down the stretch for them and then heading into the ACC tournament. I, I think they're a really good team on offense, mm-hmm. and we kind of saw that with their game. They just played down at Miami. Yeah, They could trade paint with anybody. It's just a matter of coming up with the stops. And, and of course, the game in Winston-Salem was determined by DJ Burns mm-hmm. and his ability to really exploit Wake on the inside. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Forbes tonight uses more of uh, Monsanto on Burns because we saw at the end of that game he, he wasn't getting pushed around it. No, he, he wasn't. It, sometimes you got to go a little bit small and, and see if because especially where Burns uh, likes to get the ball in that high, that extended high post, almost to the three point line sometimes too. So the cat and mouse game tonight will be interesting. You think Steve Forbes knows what the spread is tonight? Based on our conversation with him yesterday, no, no, no. Should he know? Based on net. Well, when you're the dog, though, I think this is just one where you you, you try to win, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's when you're at home and you're playing, uh, you know, a team from the outer reaches, a Q4 game where maybe sometimes the net will reward you yeah. for pounding that team and well, not who, just winning by a basket or two. Who knows what the, uh, the NCAA sorting tool means or how it works anyway. Brian Ives over at the ACC Network actually had tweeted this out earlier today in his confusion. Liberty currently okay. ranked 46th in net. Pitt, one of the teams you and I believe are you know one of the Good better team. teams in yeah. the ACC. Pitt is ranked 53rd in the net. The Flames are 19 and seven overall, 0 and three in quad one games. Have three quad uh, quad three and four losses. The Panthers are 20 and eight overall, five and three in quad one games, and have two quad four three losses or three or four losses. Make that make sense. Make that make sense. I mean, if I just tell you that, you'd think that Pitt has a better resume, but not according to Ned, apparently, which has not rewarded the Pitt Panthers and has them 53rd versus Liberty's 46th. So that's where we're at right now. And I think this, 
I, I honestly you know, Pitt has played a eleven quad. No, Liberty's played fifteen. So yeah. I don't know. I know that they've adopted some of the RPI metrics of when you. They love it when you play on the road. They love yeah. it when you play neutral site games. They basically love it when you don't play at home. Yeah. But Liberty's played thirteen home games, so I I can't explain this one. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Well, right right now, the ACC, the ACC is going through some kind of identity crisis for a variety of reasons. The numbers, when they're spit out, do not look good for the ACC, and there's a bunch of reasons why. A lot of it has to do with their early non-conference slate. A lot of it has to do with your traditional powers not being great right now. Now, I do think you give John Shire and Duke not a pass per se, but there's more context as to where Duke is right now with this group. And I think they're getting better as as we get to the end of the season. Say, they're also an NCAA tournament team. Yes. And then North Carolina being where they're at with the game against Notre Dame tonight, that also skews how we think about the ACC. When Duke and North Carolina are not at their top, well, then it's going to make the conference look, you know, if Alabama's down in football then we probably look at the SEC a little bit different too, right? So these things are really, really easily explained. But that's not what, I don't know. There, there's a weird conversation taking place around the ACC. And Jeff Capel, Pitt's head coach, on Monday's coaches teleconference, went after the ACC network, basically saying, yeah, man, I'm, I'm watching a game. And he didn't say who it was, but I have a good idea what game he was watching and who was doing the game. And he's like, they got people bad-mouthing the ACC, telling them not that good. Hey, Sunday's game, which was on ESPN proper between NC State and North Carolina, had Joe Lenardi on half our screen for 10 minutes basically saying, yeah, the ACC ain't that great. That's not that's not a good look for this rivalry matchup that's taking place. That ended up being a pretty good game, right? So I, I understand why some people feel this way, but there's no simple answer as to why this is unfolding the way that it is and there's no one person to point to to fix it either i mean like where do you want to start well i think part of the problem is how bad the bad teams are yeah so louisville four and 24 florida state eight and 20 you know louisville and florida state have been easily top 15 programs over the last 20 years yeah you know these are the types of programs that have helped make the eight because what happens is we look at Duke and, and Carolina and Virginia in some ways, and we go, wow, look at all these shiny objects that the ACC has. And sure. when they're not great, we, we like to hold that against the league. Okay, That's number one. Even though I think Miami and Pitt and, and NC State, I, I think they're good teams. I just think they're not the – they're not – are they Final Four teams? Probably not. No. But – and they don't have the Duke or the Carolina cachet. But then you look at the bottom of the league, man, and it, it is unusual. Louisville being 4-24 and 24 really is shocking. It Florida is. State – Florida State being eight and twenty is shocking. Yeah, one of the care. better teams traditionally. I don't care what suspensions there have been or yeah. what injuries there have been. Leonard Hamilton has not had right. a bottom out hit the you know hit the bottom of the ocean kind of season that mm-hmm. they're having right now. And the truth of the matter is, and, and you know they they got Florida State got smoked up here at PNC, but. 
they're, they're they're still athletic as all get out. Sure, and they are going to pick somebody off in the league, and they did. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Louisville. Yeah, they're they're, they're problematic, and I get all mm-hmm. of those things. And they beat a Clemson team, and you're like, how did that happen? The truth of the matter is, Clemson isn't all that talented. Yeah, they're, they're you know, like this bootstraps team. They got the big bootstrap energy. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, when Clemson starts ten and one in the league, you're like, well, see, the league's not that good because Clemson's not because the right team is right? not at the top. Well, we, so do I, this I, fo- we do this in football. We're like Wake Forest. Yeah. Oh, Wake Forest. In years where it's not Clemson and Florida State, and then like, we have oh, a problem. The league yeah. must stink. It's not Miami, Virginia Tech, Clemson, or Florida State. Now, there to to get into the layers of this, and you know, like I I, I saw some sentiment um, about. You know how how do you fix this? And and people want to use this as some sort of knock on Jim Phillips, the commissioner of the ACC, who has prioritized football X Y Z. Well, yeah, football is a priority because football is what pays the bills. And when I say there's layers to this, and even that's a bit of a stretch but considering where football is, right? It's interesting if you want to fix it. How many ACC teams do you think play the NIL game? Not a lot. I know one that does, and I consider them to be the best team in the ACC, Miami. Yeah. Nigel, Miami's payroll, as one coach told us, mm-hmm. is one point three million dollars yeah. this year. Yeah. All right. They have the best team. They got a kid from Arkansas State. They got a kid from Kansas State who are really, 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 really good. Yeah. You look at some of these other teams, even Duke and Carolina. They don't play the NIL game. They don't have to. I, I, I was told and confirmed by a Carolina source that Matthew Mayer, mm-hmm. the shooter from Baylor. Wanted seven fifty to come to Carolina. Mm-hmm. That was the ask. Like we won't even sit down and talk with you unless seven fifty is a number. Sure. Carolina was like, we're not going to play that game. Mm-hmm. You want to come here, Armando Baycott? You want to make your money? Cool. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to just straight up buy you out of the portal. Yeah. Is he worth it right now? Would that? I would. Say I mean, he now is. obviously he, we're not saying he would be Brady Manic. Yeah, we don't know that, but. And, yeah, NIL, the NIL game has something to do with it as well. And some schools feel like they don't have to play it. I think sure. in the case of Duke Carolina, they feel that way. And there are some schools that, on principle, just don't want to. You know, I can think of a couple. I mean, Duke has a general manager, so let's not act like they're not playing the NIL. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> they're just not getting that transfer no, out of no, the portal. Because no. Bailey Shireman at, at Creighton wanted a similar number last year, and Duke was like, nah, I'm good. That's Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obvious. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Well, the ratings are in. The stadium series, second highest viewed regular season NHL game so far this season. Highest rated stadium series game since 2019. And it doesn't come as a shock to people, but the highest rated regular season game in this market. It was kind of a big deal. Oh, by the way, the NHL sold a bunch of merch. Um, But Rod Brindamore probably had the best line in, in relation to merch. If it's free, it's me. 
And that's what that leather jacket was about once I saw that price tag. It was $1,000. Rob Burnamore joining us now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. You still got that leather jacket around? It's in the closet. It's been spoken for about <laughs> 50 people. So I'm not sure how I'm going to work that out. But um, it was, it, you know what? I did like it. It was a nice, nice jacket. No, no, it looked good. That was a clean look, a clean look right. on Saturday. Although not as clean as Don Waddell all dressed up for the alumni game. Let's be real. Well, you're not going to top that. That was something. <laughs> so, Rod Brindamore joining us here on the OG. Here, Here's the thing that I – and I don't know if, if you kind of – this is what you expect from an outsider's perspective. I'm impressed. I got I got no other word for it. Because it was an emotional Thursday night with Cam Ward, and there's right. a, de- a delay in the game, and you guys take care of business. And then there's the stadium series. It's easy to get caught up in the spectacle. I certainly was in attendance. My wife and kid were certainly caught up in it. And you guys go out there and dominate the Capitals, and it's easy to just kind of go, "Oh, we're, we're just a regular season game in a in a in, in our building again." Emotional letdown. None of that last night against the Blues. You, you guys just have this mode, and even after this, you have to be impressed, right? Well, I'm. I'm I don't know if it's impressed. I, I think I'm just. I was proud of the guys because everything you just said could have happened, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and and we would have said, "Okay, it makes sense. It's you know legitimate reasons to maybe not." you know, play your best or be a little distracted or whatever. But uh, maybe even this last night being that was, that's kind of a letdown after what we've just gone through. And, you know, when I say letdown, just having to go back and just play a regular game. Um, but it was, uh, no, I thought we played really hard. It, it helps when, you know, we, we come into our building and it's just packed and the, the atmosphere is great, whether we're outside or whether we're inside. So I think that that has a lot to do with it. Rod Brindamore, Carolina Hurricanes coach, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. That's Jovius. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, Rod, I, th- I thought there were a lot of stars at the stadium series, but I thought Marty Natchez w- was really impressive, and I just can't I can't get over how well he's played this year. When did you kind of know early in this season that, that he would be in this kind of mode, and, and what has impressed you the most about his game mm. this season? Well, I, I get asked that all the time this year, just obviously because he's having a you know electric year. But we knew when we first drafted this kid that, there was something there and you know it was just a matter of putting it together and um, he's dynamic and so sometimes he lets the that part of his game kind of be at the forefront but he, he it's his the rest of his game that he's kind of uh kind of rounded out and so it's not just a one-trick pony like he's he, he's his whole game has gotten better and it's actually pushed you know pushed his whole game to another level so i think just being a little older I mean, I say, oh, he's still a young 24. guy, but he's just getting <laughs> yeah. a little more mature. And physically, he's, he's a little, uh, you know, tougher to play against. And, and he understands the league and how the game goes. And you put all that together, and he always had that skill level. This is kind of what, you're, what you'd see. Rod Brindamore joining us, head coach, Carolina Hurricanes here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovius. And we get to last night's game where Svechnikov finally scores after, what, 19 games. He gets two last night. People were rooting for the uh, for the hat trick. And, look, I know the, the, the hockey thing, right? It's it's Yes, goals are nice, but there's a lot of other work that's getting done. The goals are just a byproduct of that. Uh, but Svechnikov is here to score goals. That's a, big, that's a big part of your success. That's what you want when you get to the postseason. So what kind of conversations did you have with him, you know, in the last 19 games where he wasn't scoring and he needed a night like last night? Well, you know, I only really talk to him when he does things that I'm not happy about, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. And so I haven't had a lot of conversations with him. So yeah. 
you know, we, we, we actually talked uh, before the game in the morning. And we just, I actually said, Ducky's playing great. Like, I, I think he's been playing great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a dynamic player as well, and he's always around it. Like, you know when he's out there. He was creating, uh, you know, plays for other players, and offense was there, just not the puck wasn't going in. So that's just, you just know as a matter of time. When you get that many opportunities, you're going to go in. And then last night, you took it to another level, I thought, uh, especially that first goal where he kind of just goes in and then just absolutely rips it in the net. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's what he's capable of doing. And, you know, obviously, you, you said it. We, we need him to do that on a regular basis. Uh, but I love the fact that his whole game doesn't suffer when he's not scoring. Rod, with Freddie Anderson, you know, he missed the playoffs last year and then he had some injury issues this year. Where do you see his game right now? And, and do you like the situation you're in in goal right now? Well, obviously, last night I thought it was maybe his best game of the year. Uh, you know, we, we we gave up more than normal. And, you know, we got ahead, so that sometimes happens. But he was really dialed in and made some real big saves, especially on the penalty kill when we, we took some penalties and, you know, they had some opportunities. And, you know, it could change the outcome of the game or change the, you know, the way the game's going. And he was just – he was steady. So we need that, right? I mean, that's why we brought him in. And obviously, you know, staying healthy is – going to be the big issue with him, and we're going to manage that here as we move along and try not to you know, overdo it with him. we got Rance who's played well all year, too, so between the two of them, they'll probably share the workload, and, and then we'll hopefully get to the playoffs and see what, what happens then. Was that always the was that always the plan to you know once Freddie was back and and keep Ranta in that situation you know Peter Kochekov you know earlier this season it, almost, again it's the grind of a season you forget he was he was on fire there for a while I mean you know right. th- th- that was all part of your success early on you know a decision to not keep him in the mix uh, in at the NHL level and send him back to the AHL not you know what what was the thought yeah. process with that Well there's there's a couple things number one. You know, he's a young kid has to play. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's not a veteran guy like Rance who can seems like he Rance can be out for a few weeks and get a game and he doesn't miss a beat. Yeah, he's kind of Rance is used to that. I, I don't think that's good for a young guy who are just kind of bringing along. Um, you know, and, and he's just the way it works in, in this league. I mean, he's on an entry level deal. You can send him down and you don't have to clear waivers. You don't have. There's a whole bunch of things that if you start messing with other guys, you run the risk of losing them. Yeah. So, they certainly weren't going to do that. So, you know, Peter did great. He's going to be a great goalie, but he needs to play and keep playing and developing, and that's what he's doing. Rob Brindamore joining us here on the OG. All right, so March 3rd is right around the corner. That's the trade deadline. Uh, I know you have a bunch of space right now because of the unfortunate injury to Max Pacioretty. He was supposed to be that, you know, in-season acquisition after coming off the first injury. Uh, there's been some movement across the league. Um, I me personally speaking, I, I would like you guys to be active, but what are, what are the conversations taking place now? Yeah, well, it's tough because you know it's a obviously whatever players their names are being out or you know bounced around. It's it's what's the price tag? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it makes it simple to say go get these guys, but you do got to be. You know, I think I like our approach with our, our management group has been you know we're not going to over overpay for something that's short term and you kind of mess up what you got going and um, I think I, I do know if Tom and, and Don can, can make a deal that'll make us better and not yeah. you know crush us down the line they're going to do it so they're they're trying um, and we'll see what happens but if, if you know if it doesn't happen I mean we've come this far and done pretty well and 
certainly happy with the group we have. So, you know, you always want to worry about injuries and things like that because that, as we saw last year, you know, and even the year before, no one talks about it, but we had a couple guys go down. Right. Um, that 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 kind of can derail you quickly if you if you don't have a little more depth. So, we'll see what what ends up happening. But uh, you know, we have a good group here, and you know, I'm happy to go 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 the distance with it. I, I feel like you know you're you're uniquely positioned uh, now as the head coach, but you can go back to when you were a player in 2006 and and look I'm not in the room so I don't know the psychology but I can kind of imagine that in 06 with the acquisitions that were made it was a signal to the room guys we're doing this and we're gonna we're gonna make moves to cash in on this window that we see that we have and we talk about windows all the time so I mean is there a psychology signaling to the room one way or the other and bringing somebody on you know there can be I think if you look at it that year you know we brought in really two guys um, one was early mm-hmm. in the year. Doug Wake came in like January, yeah. so it was kind of – that didn't really feel like a, a last-minute thing where you're trying to push us over the top. Um, but then, you know, Mark Recchi came in, and that was huge because we lost Eric Cole. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that would never happen had we, you know, not lost Eric Cole. So that was a big boost because you lose Eric Cole, you're going, oh, my goodness, we just lose, you know, our best power forward. Not not a, not a good time, <laughs> and then you turn around and you pull in another power forward with experience and, and Mark Recchi. That that's a huge lift for your team. Um, we're not in that really that situation because you know Max Pacioretty is out. We haven't played with him all year. Okay. So it's it's not like okay, we, if he this injury had happened now and he'd been here all year and he's done great things, that would be I think a different uh, different feel. Rod, before we let you go, I, I saw your old friend uh, Sidney Lowe today. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you guys had a summer golf match, and he said last two years that you've won. Um, he, he admitted that, huh? He, he did. I, I thought he would. I thought for sure when you said that he was going to say he got the better no. of me. But no, no I've uh, I've started to take take over. Okay. I don't know I, that. I don't know that that's he's going to get it back. I'll be honest with you. He, he was said you hit it way too far for him, but also I said, well, you're getting any strokes from him? He's like, no. I'm too proud for that. I was like, yeah, okay. I totally get it. Well, uh, he says that to you, but he's begging for it. Has he? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah. he has some great advice for you, though. Are you ready? What was it? Yeah, sure. Your best players have to be your best players. Really? Yes. That's that's really, I mean. I, I don't know if you've ever heard that. that before. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why he's a good coach, and he's been around forever, so. I'll have to put that one in the memory bank yeah. here for sure. No, I told I told him I had him record it too. Noted hockey analyst yes. Sidney Lowe. Your best players have to be your best players. I mean, find the lie. Can't. There you go. Rod Brindamore, head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. We appreciate the time, and I'm sure it's going to be a busy week here with the trade deadline. We'll talk to you later. Okay, buddy. Anytime. Take care, guys. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Obies. If you missed that conversation, you because I can converse here. You can catch that on the Best of the OG podcast, Apple, Spotify, you name it. We are there. You can also check us out on YouTube. Look up 99.9 The Fan on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We're about 250 subscribers away from hitting 3,000. I want to hit 3,000. So in order to do that, a gift to you when we do it, the Forbidden Glizzy. Kirkland Dog in a chicken bake. I eat it. It truly is the construction that you want. It's good stuff. Well, you mentioned the Sydney Lowe. You don't be- people people think you're just making that up. Do we, do we have that, Dennis? This, this is uh, this is Gilio earlier today at the at the 1983 celebration for the Wolfpack, which will which will happen tonight at PNC Arena. And here's the exchange. If the Hurricanes are going to win the Stanley Cup, 
say it, tell everyone what has to happen because Sebastian Ajo, Andre Svechnikov, Marty Natchez, what do you have to do to win the cup? Well, your best players have to be your best players. And then they have to make shots. It's the only way you can win. Gotta make shots. I mean, it's that simple. He knows what he's talking about. He's Sidney Lowe. He's the one with the championship, not me. All I gotta do is listen to Sidney Lowe. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, so we have the absolutely, absolutely. That's part of the pack therapy <laughs> intro. But I, I did not have you got to make shots or your best players have to be your best, best players. Best players so got to be your best players. I was players, on a mission right? today. Best players got to be best players. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.